Okay, well, here we go. This is going to be a little bit long, maybe a little overwhelming, but so fucking important. Welcome back to Meathead Hippie. This is my podcast. I'm Emily Schramm. I am a nutritional therapy practitioner, personal trainer, serial entrepreneur, kind of kind of a little bit of a shit show going on over here in Denver, Colorado, but I am obsessed with my life. And this is the biggest question that I get. It is all about supplements. So today is a little mini episode that might become a very long episode about all the things that I wanted to talk to you about when it comes to supplements. And this was inspired. Okay, let me first say before my inspiration on this, this was inspired by a show that I love called Vice. If you haven't seen it, start watching it. It's on HBO. It is amazing. And they just, they're just incredible journalists. And I'm just really grateful for the work that they do. And they did a really great little segment about this new booming health industry. And it was featuring Goop with Gwyneth Paltrow. And this work that she's doing and these blog posts she's making. And, um, you know, just this very big shift, right? So we have doctors on one side, we have prescriptions on one side, we have allopathic medicine. And then on the opposing side, we have, we have very hippie medicinal tinctures, mushrooms, supplements. It's a multi-billion dollar industry either way, right? So it's just this huge thing that's happening. And part of it is good. Part of it is bad. Uh, let me start with, by saying the part that's bad it, it is very confusing. So if you get overwhelmed in this podcast, that's okay. We all are. If you are confused, if you're not sure, if you have more questions when you end this podcast, I totally get it. There's a lot out there. And the frustrating thing that happens is somebody will post something and say, you should take this supplement because it helps me with this. And then you'll swipe a little bit lower and all of a sudden it's a new supplement. And oh wait, there's a study about the supplement that they just posted about that said it's going to kill you. So it's just a lot of noise. And it's really frustrating because um, I, the biggest problem being one, that we are still, even if you are kind of anti-functional, or not functional medicine, if you're kind of anti-Western medicine, typical doctors, you get sick, you get sniffles, you get an antibiotic, you get yourself on prescriptions, you know, even if you're anti that, uh, you kind of look at similarities when it comes to the opposite, these, this uh, functional medicine world, where there is a problem and then we are fixing the symptom. We are not fixing the root cause. We are supporting the system. So I have insomnia. Well, then you need this supplement. How is that any different than saying you need this prescription? So you can see, you can start to kind of weed out just by that alone, that there never is one answer. And that is the biggest thing that we have to understand is that when anyone claims that one thing changed their life radically uh, or one thing became a magic pill or a magic cure, whether it was a prescription or whether it was an adaptogenic herb, it is still the same modality, right? We are still looking to one thing in order to cure something. And that is absolutely the not, our body is too complex for that. So that's the first problem. The second problem that I see is this wave of, and I, I cannot, I have to say this in a way that makes sense because this is part, this is a huge piece of my work and I feel like so many people are ruining it for the rest of us. And I don't mean to be harsh, but when somebody, when somebody's paycheck 
is dependent on one supplement or when someone's paycheck is dependent on an advertisement on their Instagram, whether that be a shit. I, I don't even want to get into the details of what it is. That you have to be careful. There is such, there's so easily a line that can be crossed because it is, it's just, it's tough. You want so badly to have that liberation, whether it's an MLM company or whether it's something that helps pay the bills so that you can keep doing what you're doing. And it's incredible that people have those avenues to be able to take money from a company that is able to spend money in order to share more about it. This influencer marketing, when you see the hashtag ad, right? But there's a lot of uneducated people giving out somewhat quote-unquote educated advice and people are looking at them saying I am looking to you because I trust you and the lines can be so easily crossed because some of them are brilliant and some of them are, are smart and some of them know what they're doing and some of them aren't and so it's just this tough line right we have all these things that are going on and it just becomes a lot of noise so that is really the gist of what inspired this podcast um, you know October is all about uh, birth fit and MPAC and helping moms and saving, you know, working with moms in this birth fit MPAC diaper bag that's coming out October 22nd. And we had a little bit of a scheduling issue. And I was like, you know, I would rather, I've been wanting to do this forever. Let's just put out this little extra mini sewed that might not be so mini by the time I'm done answering these questions. <laughs> um, but it's so important. So I'm so happy you're with me. Uh, my biggest piece to tell you is that I am not a doctor. I am not here to treat, cure. I'm not here to do anything except to give you some good education about supplements. And obviously everything changes and you know, you're going to get more and more studies as time goes on about certain supplements. But I have really, I've been in this field for a long time and I was talking about this in my Facebook group right before I hopped on. I have a private Facebook group that I love because it's just a way for me to connect with you. Cause like quite literally I'm I have a microphone on, so you might feel like I'm connecting to you, but I have no idea who's listening to this. So I appreciate when you guys tell me. When I, when I get those like little screenshots in the stories, it's my favorite because I'm like, oh, yes, someone, someone's listening. Cool. Hi, guys. <laughs> um, but the issue is that I think, you know, we have all these people that when we look at supplements, we are trying to just be healthy right? So we are trying to be healthy. We are trying to be the best version of ourselves yet. And we're just trying to educate ourselves because when we educate ourselves and when I can help you be educated, when I can help teach you, you can help shift through the bullshit. And one of the things someone asked in this Facebook group, she said, how long do you know if a supplement is going to start working or when is it going to start working? And I love this question because this is how I'm going to start my podcast is that you have to understand that everything in our life um, can be a shield or it can be a layer that is preventing us from kind of finding our true self. And I know that's very hippie to say, but if you think about people that are like, yeah, I'm tired, I'm sick, you be, they become further and further away from their symptoms. And I think it's just because we have layers after layers after layers of, of shit in between who we are and how we truly feel and being body aware, right? Body awareness project that, I'm, that I created 
We are no longer body aware because there's so much disconnecting us from who we really are. And what I mean by that is if you think of anything that's in your life, whether it's toxins in the environment or it is the chemicals in your makeup or if it's the sugar that you're eating, it's the diet Cokes that you have, it's the extra sugars that are causing a chunk of a big shot of glucose in your bloodstream that hikes up and then crashes down, which spikes our cortisol and our stress hormones. And then we have our hormones get out of whack, like our sex hormones get all wacky and wonky and we don't think it's clearly and we have brain fog. All of those things are layers. And so at first, sometimes, you know, you don't have a good gauge of what is actually helping and what is not because I think we're not in touch with our intuition. So how do we get back in touch with our intuition? The simplest way, and this is also the best thing to do for any person that wants to get healthier, do not take one supplement until this happens, is you have to start cleaning up your shit. So there shouldn't be no diet, there should be no diet sodas. Diet sodas if you're slowly starting to cut them, this is not me making you feel guilty. They have to be out of your diet. Fake sugars, you have to get them out. The only things I would do with sugar, I would do some stevia. I would, uh, I do okay with stevia, especially plant stevia, like the actual plant of stevia, not necessarily just the extract. Um, I really love honey. I love monk fruit and I love maple syrup. Sometimes I like coconut sugar. Those are the sweeteners. Uh, do not put any fixed sugars in your stuff anymore. I think that's number one. It messes with you neurologically. It's like a, it's a big one. So that's one. Number two, get rid of real sodas. We don't need, we don't have time for that. Number three, we're getting rid of extra carbohydrates like pastries and bagels, especially in the morning. Try not to start your morning with a chunk of carbohydrates unless you're about to go squat 300 pounds. Nobody really needs that. And I think that that's the worst way to just trigger sugar cravings all day and trigger these perpetual up and downs and I need coffee and I need sugar and I need those things. Those Snickers commercials are real. Being hangry is not a joke. I know that it's been made into a meme a thousand times, but when you're hangry, when you get grumpy because you haven't ate, it's because your body says, fuck you, I need food. And we're not supposed to live that way. That's why fasting and intermittent fasting is so powerful because when we allow our body to tap into fat storage for fuel, it is a very like spiritual elevated state of being because you're not depending on food. You're not depending on sugar to go up and down and up and down in order to live. So you can even imagine from that perspective, like you're just elevating who you are in general, stripping that layer. I am going on such a tangent. This whole podcast will be a tangent. I hope you guys are enjoying this because this is going to be all over the place. But the point being, we have no idea how we feel until we strip the bullshit, the sugars, the carbs, the extra, not all carbs, the the shitty carbs, the diet sodas. Um, And then we just start by making a beautiful base, baseline, right? A foundation. If you have not done my MFIT challenge, it is 21 days. It is $21. There is no losing this challenge. It is the most informational 21-day challenge you will ever come across. You get a video a day, and it teaches you about cortisol and insulin and sugar and carbohydrates and proteins and fats. And you, you know, we have these two kind of dogmas that we believe in, or most people do. It's high, high fat, like keto, or it's low, low fat, like something I won't say. So it's very kind of typical bodybuilding diets or cutting diets, right? There's two things. 
But why do we have to be one or the other? Because when we're one or the other, things go wrong. And not to say keto isn't good for some people, but long-term, it could start to cause some hormone imbalances with women. So for me, I think, why do we have to be so extreme? Let's do what I talked about with Dr. Mike Nelson. Be metabolically flexible. Let's use some carbs. Let's use some fats. Let's have the ability to do both. That is what the MFIT Challenge is all about, is teaching you how to do that. What is the happy number for carbs and fats and proteins? And let's get a meal plan to do it too. Those are the things that I'm looking for. If you feel like you've done this before, if you feel like you've done the challenges, you started it, you stopped it, you, d- you didn't really, you know, I think that everyone has that kind of like, I want to, but I can't, I don't know what's stopping me, then this is where we get into more mindset. And I will be talking in depth about supplements in my newest mindset program called Don't Overthink It. You can email me about it. You can look on my website about it, emilyshram.com or support at emilyshram.com for my email. I am so excited. It launches on Monday, October 15th. So if it's something that's more mental about starting a program, then please look into this because I really love this content that I'm going to start putting out there. It's more one-on-ones with me instead of just an online program. But the point being, okay, we got our food. We have our veggies. We have a ton of veggies. We love veggies. I love that Chris Kresser was just on Joe Rogan, and he did this um, debate about you know, paleo-ish slash against a vegan cardiologist. And what was interesting is that, well, he won. He's like, you know, guys, we believe in the same thing. We're both plant-based. And I think that's something really important to remember. No matter your diet and dogma, you should be plant-based. Plant-based does not mean you don't eat meat. It just means you eat a shit ton of plants. Like veggies are so important. And I know this whole carnivore thing came out and I'm I'm really fascinated about why it suppresses the immune system so much, but I don't necessarily think it's a long-term win. Maybe it is for some people that are allergic to everything. But um, for me, micronutrients that come with vegetables are so important. And I promise you will eventually start craving them. A cool fact is actually if you don't, if you really hate vegetables, let's just start here. Zinc is one of the coolest minerals. Zinc, we're all deprived in zinc because zinc goes, we go through zinc really quickly when we're stressed. So if we get sick, you guys kind of know, like take some zinc and elderberry. That's some of the things you can take when you're getting sick and it kind of kickstarts your immune system, but it's also really good for skin. So it's a big piece for me and the body awareness project about acne. We even put it in the box. So I love helping people with skin because of zinc. And it's just something that makes you like vegetables. How cool is that? And God, I just love that cravings are always a sign of something you might be missing. Because ultimately, we are kind of all missing some things. We are missing, you know, soil that's been not just ridiculous. It's like literally like just beat up and peed on and just used and used and abused and used. And then we expect it to create the same vegetable that it did 40 years ago. And that's just not the case. And so when you look at minerals and micronutrients and vitamins, even in the vegetables you're eating with a grain of salt, right, they're still not going to be as bountiful in their micronutrient profile, depending on where you got them, depending on if they're organic, And just because that's how it is today, it's just rare to find. And so supplements, although I used to hate them because they were so pushed, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. 
it, you know, I rolled my eyes. I said, you just pee them out. You can see it. You take it and it pees out. Look how bright yellow my pee is. See, it doesn't do anything. And I think that's the case for some of them. But if you find the supplements that are right for your body in the time that it is in right now, you can forever change your life. And for me, if you don't know my story, please go listen to my full podcast about how I started and all my issues. And But I've had concussions. I've had gut issues. I've had leaky gut. I've had horrible horrible health issues growing up. And the only way I was able to fix it was food. It was cutting out certain food groups, gluten and dairy specifically. It was eating the way I do. And then it was adding that extra kick that was supplements. And I learned how to biohack my body like like in an insane amount. Because you guys, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. I hate that word too. Um, but I'm saying this because it is ridiculous. I am so sensitive to this. I should not. Sometimes I look at my day. I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do I think I am? I, this is ridiculous. I have five companies right now. I just opened a gym. I have the impacts. I have the teas. I have the body awareness project. And then I have the MFIT challenges and they're all amazing. And I have a growing team and it's incredible. So it's not just me doing it on my own, but it is a lot to manage. And the only way I can do what I do and be who I am for the world that I want to show up for, for you guys, and filming this podcast after a crazy, crazy day of speakers blowing up at the gym and (laughs) just, I mean, it doesn't even matter what went wrong. I try not to ever focus on the wrong. It was a great day, but I still am like, yes, I can't wait to do this podcast. But there was not, there was times where I couldn't even get through 2 2 p.m. without wanting to just take a nap. And so trust me when I say like, I get it. And I also get the confusion. I also get that a lot of it is bullshit. And I believe a lot of it is bullshit. And so I want to go through, we'll start with kind of bare minimums, the essentials. Then we'll go into the questions and help to find people, maybe certain ailments mean certain things. And we can kind of help figure out what might be good outside of these essentials. And then uh, we'll talk about like the bonuses, like the, the biohacking, like, oh shit, like not necessary, but truly helpful because they are expensive. There's no way around it. High quality, high quality ingredients equal high quality price or (laughs) what is it? High quality ingredients means a higher price. And so we're going to start with like budget friendly, what you have to do. Okay. We're 18 minutes in. That was quite an intro. Here we go. So the first thing I would say is we are creatures of living inside. And that means we do not get sunshine the way we're supposed to. Even if you were naked outside, there's very few parts of the world, especially starting in the fall and the winter, that get the sunshine at the right angle at the right time that help your D3 or your vitamin D levels be the way they are. And so if you have issues with mood, depression, uh, exhaustion, sometimes even lower back pain can, can, be, can be connected to vitamin D. If you have trouble sleeping or if you have a weird circadian rhythm, and I talk about this so much in the Body Awareness Project. That's like, just so you know, if you guys are really into this stuff and you're like, this is amazing, you would just freak out about the Body Awareness Project because it's 15 hours of me talking about this stuff with guests. It's just so cool. So just keep that in mind. 
the body awareness project. <laughs> I'm just in love with it. Because I feel like I've said this all, but it's nice to have it in one place. So I, I digress. D3. The circadian rhythms of our body match the sun, right? So the sun comes up, the sun goes down, our body rises, our cortisol goes up, our stress hormone, and then our stress hormone goes down and we fall asleep. And if we have any fluctuations of that, which we do because we're stressed out little fuckers, uh, it affects everything. And sleep is one of the biggest things that we have to improve. If I could improve anything for somebody that wanted to lose weight or feel healthy or be better, it is not their workouts. It's not their meal plan. I think I would start with sleep because even just sleeping better, you improve your insulin uh, your insulin sensitivity, which means you're going to start to lose body fat if you do not have um, insulin resistance anymore. So it's kind of fun because you're like, okay, this is vitamin D, sunshine. I'm not sleeping very well. Let's improve my sleep. Let's increase my energy levels. I like taking vitamin D, D3 specifically, every morning because I want a big dose of sunshine in the morning. I also said this in my Facebook group, do not feel, if you can't take your D3 in the morning, like, and you're not going to take it at all, then don't overthink it. Take it when you can, right? So don't overthink it. Uh, so then that's number one. Number two, uh, I would say that you have to have, uh, you have to have sources of magnesium. If you have headaches, if you cramp, if you don't have a hard time falling asleep, or if you have a hard time falling asleep, if you don't dream when you sleep, if you just kind of feel icky when you wake up and you're like, I don't even know if I slept well, I would try taking a magnesium supplement. So 200 milligrams is usually a perfect level too much. And your body will tell you the next morning, you'll have very loose stools, which is what we want to kind of avoid. So maybe it's a little less. And magnesium is tough because if you just have magnesium, like the natural calm magnesium, it tends to just be a laxative and we don't want to depend on magnesium as a laxative. So there's different types of magnesium. I guess really fast before I get into that, there are different types of D3. And so the ones that I really like are ones that are paired with a fat. So like coconut oil. So I use Puori, P-U-O-R-I. Um, Puori has been one of my sponsors and partners forever because I love them. And they have packets that make it very convenient to have, um, to have any sort of like on-the-go supplements because sometimes that's the hardest part is remembering to take them. Um, and I think that something that's also really important to talk about with D3 is if you've been taking D3 and your D3 levels are still very low, then look into a supplement called K2. K2 is this X factor that people have talked about for years, um, Weston A. Price was a dentist that traveled the world, and he was trying to figure out what populations with good teeth and bone structure, what were they eating that made that happen? And um, he kept finding out there was this factor X. What is that X? What is that X? And it ended up being things like egg yolks and grass-fed butters and bright yellow, things that they would see as gold. And it was so cool because it was like truly like the healthiest food for them, and they knew it just intuitively because they had no layers. They were they were clean of toxins. So it's just really amazing because um, I just feel like if you can have K2 with D3, it's more absorbed and that's just super helpful. Uh, it'll help increase your serotonin and your happy hormones and your depression and all that stuff that happens with the brain. And um, think of D3 as more of a hormone. So I didn't finish. I wanted to make sure I addressed that. And then magnesium, I, there's so many different types of 
magnesium. So the ones I try to avoid is magnesium oxide or magnesium citrate. Uh, and then I try, I want, those are more the laxatives. I really want glycinate. Um, what's really fun is the ones that help and cross the blood brain barrier. So the types that you'll see combos of, um, are malate and taurate and glycinate, but the one I use is glycinate with taurate and it's awesome. Uh, Peori also has it as well, but very bioavailable and you can just try it for a couple days or try it for the bottle and see if it improves your sleep, see if it improves your mood, see if it improves, um, you know, the way that you function in the morning after a good night's of rest. And it's so subtle, but it makes such a big difference. Um, so that's magnesium. And then someone said, well, you know, again, when do you notice a difference? And I truly think the biggest one that I forget to take, because I don't notice a difference immediately, I do with D3 and I do with magnesium. Those two, if I don't take, I feel it fairly quickly within the day or I, I remember the next morning, oh, I didn't take my magnesium because I didn't dream and we want to dream. And fish oil is a little different because fish oil shows up with dry skin. So if you get some dry skin or... Uh, you kind of feel extra sore or you feel extra fatigued, like you're getting fatigued super quickly in the gym. Like, why are my muscles so tired? They shouldn't be this tired. Then fish oil is full of omega-3s. So we have omega-3s, which is a great fatty acid. And the problem with omega-3s, um, it's actually not a problem. The problem with Omegas is we have omega sixes and we have omega threes specifically for this conversation. We have omega nines too, but with sixes, we are just over. Our like society has way too many of them, so it's like corn oil, soybean oil, grains, nuts, seeds. It's just full of omega sixes, and in some those are healthy. Like we want some of those, right? I'm not against all of them, nuts and seeds specifically. They're great. But what we don't want is a very big difference of omega-3s to omega-6s. So what happens in our society, we have like a 20 to 1 ratio of omega-6s to omega-3s, which causes inflammation in our body. So we start to feel achy and pains and get weird and, um, you know, those, those symptoms start to show up. And then we start to change that profile, that ratio, and the omega-3s start to go up and we get the omega-6s down because we stop eating processed foods and crappy junk food that has all that oil in it. And all of a sudden, we're at ideally 5 to 1 ratio, 5 omega-6s to every 1 omega-3. And now all of a sudden, our inflammatory pathways are so low. We're healing like Wolverine, and we just feel good in the gym. So with soreness, with muscle fatigue, and with skin that's dry, try fish oil. You can get omega-3 in a couple other places, uh, grass-fed grass -fed beef, obviously, wild-caught fish. Those all are very high in omega-3 profiles, but it is tough to get consistently. So wild-caught fish, well-sourced fish oil, is a very cool thing to start adding into your diet. I will say I like to take these with food. If I can take it with food, my, um, all my digestive support my salivary enzymes and my stomach acid and my pancreatic enzymes, all those things start breaking it down. So I'm less likely to burp it. If you do burp it, it's either not a high enough quality of fish oil, or we need to talk about fat digestion, which would definitely be talked about in my MFIT challenge if you have done my MFIT challenge. So that's where I'm going to start. Those are my essentials. I think that outside of just really good vegetables, at least three cups a day, 
I, I do as many as I can outside of hydrating and eating good foods. And if you have no idea what that means, sign up for that MFIT challenge. It's $21. Seriously, it's worth it. That's what I would start with, bare minimum. Again, all of these are usually puree. There is a vitamin um, or there is a, a K2 D3 supplement that is a spray that I actually really like. Um, it's an energetic blend. I will post a picture on my Facebook group. If you ask me, I will, I will remember. And that's something that could be a good, a good way to, if you have taken D3 and your levels are still really low, that could be helpful. But as always, I'm not a doctor. Ask your doctor, see what he says about this, but he should agree. He or she should agree with these. All right, now we get to the fun stuff, the little bit more nerdy stuff. So we have our baseline. I want to say first and foremost, like our small intestine, our gut absorbs everything. And so when we have a healthy gut, then we are getting more out of the foods that we're eating, but also the supplements that we're taking. So we'll see more differences. So if you do not know if you have a happy gut, if you bloat a lot, if you cramp a lot, then just make sure you have lots of good bone broths and collagen um, I have Tommy Tonic Tea at Herbal Element. And then I just think making sure that you heal the gut before adding in probiotics or sticking with probiotic-rich foods like kimchi and sauerkraut and um, kombuchas in moderation can be incredible because then we're replenishing the good bacteria. But do not replenish until we heal the gut. And those are kind of my takes on gut healing supplements and to making sure we're optimizing the supplements we are consuming. And then I get into my own daily routine outside of fish oil, D3, and magnesium. And someone just asked, what, like, how long do I take these? Is this for the rest of my life? And it's not that I take them every, every, every single day. If I am really in stress then, and I know I'm getting sick, then I'll go crazy. I'll get all the supplements. Or if I'm on vacation, then I want to make sure that I'm getting everything I can out of vacation so I don't feel like I need a vacation from my vacation, then I'll be sure that I take all the supplements. But for the most part, um, I try to at least hit five days a week. And I miss if I miss a couple days or I miss a day, then that's okay. I just get right back on it the next day. I, I just don't, don't overthink it. Um, and then I just say, you know, for some of those things, if we're never going to yeah, I mean, I take those all the time because they make such a difference and you can't overdo it, right? So fish oil and omega-3s and vitamin D. And if I'm in the sunshine all day, then I won't take a vitamin D. But if I'm not, then I'll, especially in the winter, I'll definitely take a vitamin D. So I think that that's just, you know, it seems like a weird thing to say is take a supplement forever. But if they really make a difference for you and you feel the difference, then don't be afraid to keep doing it, um, at least until you figure out Maybe there is a bigger issue or a bigger lack in my diet, in my food that I could help replace with all these supplements. Um, I, other things that I think are important that we just need to get, and especially women, is methylated bees. So I take a really good complex, of a multivitamin complex from Nutrient 950. It is in my um, Amazon favorite links. And so if you like Amazon because everyone loves Amazon. If it's if you go to my uh, Instagram, there's an Amazon Faves link, and it clicks you clicks you into it. Or you can just Google Nutrient 950, and I actually get the one with K2 because I want K2 to help with my D3 uh, D3 as well. So it's interesting because I feel my brain. I get a little crazy without um, folate. So I it's a methylated bees. It's lots of really good micro. Um, 
micronutrients, lots of trace minerals that I think are really underutilized and we just don't get enough of. And so I think that's a great way to make sure that you get what you need day to day. And so that's a must for me. But when you're looking at B vitamins that are like put in drinks or, you know, like made into these concoctions or shots, um, and I'm not talking like B B12 shots because that's something that I actually like. But for the most part, if it's like full of vitamin Bs, like I just stick with stick with a really good nutrient complex and don't don't do anything else like fancy things that say like it'll make you skinny or it'll make you detox like all that shit is bullshit so I would stick with just a good bottle of bees um and I've I've really loved the differences that it has made for me I also have done so much testing on myself so gene testing if you're interested in it please listen to the episodes with Alex Swanson and Sarah Morgan because we talk a lot about gene mutations. And for me, I know that I do not convert the vitamin A that's in vegetables into retinol, the usable form of vitamin A. And this can tap into so many different things, whether it's your skin or those bumps on the back of your arms that I posted about with the MFIT challenge. Those things make um, a big difference. Those might, Those deficiencies can change a lot about how we feel day to day. And so with vitamin A, instead of trying to get it with food, it's like, well, how do I get a usable form of vitamin A if I have this deficiency? And a lot of people have this this genetic discrepancy that's kind of an issue. It's over 60%. So what do we do? And this is where things like liver come into play. And liver is disgusting. It's kind of like Mary Paleo Chef would hate me because she's like, I promise I'm going to make you liver and it's going to be so good. But it still hasn't happened and I still hate it. It grosses me out. But there are liver supplements that I sometimes take. I don't take them every single day, but I definitely try to do them once a week, a big dose or a couple times a week. And uh, zinc liver chelates or something like um, beef liver capsules from Vital Proteins is awesome because you don't have to taste it. You just swallow it. And I know a lot of people that like take liver and they put them in the capsules and they they just swallow them really quickly. And you can absolutely do that. Just make sure it is a very well-sourced cow if you do it on your own or if you buy it. Um, And that's what I would say about liver. And I also think very similar to how bone broth, bone broth is taking chicken stock or beef stock and it's like soaking it in a crock pot and letting it stew and all the amino acids are coming out. (laughs) It's kind of gross, but that's what you drink and it helps heal your own bones and your own ligaments and tendons and with the collagen that it has. Uh, similar to liver. So it's kind of like this win-win because everyone's liver is basically shot. (laughs) So um, I'm a huge fan of taking care of the liver. It needs a lot of love. Um, When I look at adrenals and when I work with clients with adrenal issues and stress issues, the stress is usually coming from liver or pancreas. And pancreas, if you take B vitamins, usually that's okay. That's enough to help moderate it, um, especially the Nutrient 950. But if you have some liver issues, and that could just be you get really hungover really quickly, or you get headaches after you drink wine, or you wake up really hot around 3 a.m., or you're not going through, um, you're not going through sickness well. It's kind of just I know that um, A blood types, A blood types tend to have more of this issue than others, which is me. It's just really cool because liver is, it does everything. It detoxifies, it controls our blood sugar. 
it just is like constantly working. And so giving it some extra love is really important. So you could take some liver supplements to help with liver or the other things like vitamin A. Or with liver, I look at beets. I, I love dandelion root and burdock root. I'm actually drinking my tea right now, my herbal coffee tea. If you haven't seen it, I am only drinking one cup of coffee a day. And this one cup of coffee a day is um, my way of just helping my adrenals and also just a challenge, a personal challenge all through October. And the rest of the t- day I'm doing sipping on herbs, hashtag sipping on herbs. And so everyone's been tagging in these awesome posts of them drinking tea and it's just wonderful because I love it. I love that people are drinking more tea because it's fall and I just fucking love pumpkins. Point being, my, I'm drinking right now my herbal coffee. And my herbal coffee has so much goodness for the liver. And it's like this astringent kind of like pucker taste. And that's actually really amazing. So burdock root, dandelion root. But my favorite liver supplement, if you have elevated liver enzymes or you have methylation issues, obviously, again, talk to your doctor. But I'm obsessed with glutathione. Glutathione has been a life changer for me. Um, for my liver specifically, I don't wake up hot anymore. I am able to heal really quickly. I've known a lot of people that have methylation issues and taking glutathione or helping with their methylation pathways. It helps with insomnia. So again, this is methylation can be found more with Alex Swanson's podcast, but you can learn about methylation and if you need a bunch of help with methylation. But what you could also start with is just beets and broccoli sprouts, broccoli sprouts powders, um, all these things that have the precursors to glutathione. So that's a way to get it with food. And then if that's not quite enough, then what I do is the cream super oxy cell that I have, and it's glutathione cream. So it's transdermal. You don't even have to go through the process of getting it through your liver to get into your bloodstream. And I'm really a big fan of that. Um, and then I'm going to go into the things that are more for athletic performance and body composition changes. I love protein powder. I love my partner Equip. Equip is an incredible partner because they are very clean, like very minimal ingredients and no bullshit. And it's just beef protein isolate because I don't do well with whey and pea protein and vegan protein is like half the BV or biological value of whey protein. And so you need so much more of it to make it work the way we need it to. And so beef protein has been that perfect in between for me. If you can do whey protein, do it. But if you have skin issues or if you, if you blow or if you have a dairy allergy, then definitely don't do whey. Do beef protein. And so I use Equips Vanilla, and that's my post-workout shake, or I add it to smoothies. I try not to do more than one smoothie a day. Smoothies are a way to supplement your lifestyle. They are not a replacement when you depend on smoothies as your meals. I think we start to develop a kind of fucked up relationship with food because we still need to chew food. And the problem is with shakes, if we stop eating shakes or drinking shakes and we start doing food, are we going to gain weight back because we're now eating real food? And it's just psychologically, I don't think a good place to be. Um, But smoothies can be a great way as long as you do it right. And I have plenty of talks about this in my MFIT challenge, in my highlighted Instagram stories about a smoothie that is 
for a meal and a smoothie that's for a post-workout. There's two, a difference between the two. So dig around. You'll definitely find those. And then I love the occasional pre-workout, but it has to be really clean. I like when it has branched-chain amino acids, specifically leucine can cross the blood-brain barrier. And I can use BCAAs on their own. I use Thorn, or I can use them in my pre-workout from Equip. And it is awesome because you can use it if you're fasted, if you're trying to cut sugar right before a workout, or you just need a little bit of boost and you need to kind of get your brain going. And um, they're just really cool because your body, your muscles know how to use it. And there's definitely some research coming out, like how effective is it? But if I am doing intermittent fasting, that's one way for me to do it is if I do want to work out and I didn't eat and it's kind of more an aerobic, not super intense workout, then branched-chain amino acids can be a really good little little scoop in pre-workout or on its own. And it's awesome. And I love it. And then I would also say with intermittent fasting and along the lines of intermittent fasting is that the perks of MCT oil just cannot be overstated. So that's another one that I love. Um, MCT oil is something that if you think of coconut oil, coconut oil and saturated fat, saturated fats are the ones that stabilize. They get hardened. So they get harder when they're cold and they get liquid when they're hot. They go back and forth. And so that's because they have these long chains that change shape, right? So think of it that way. MCT oil never gets hard, but it's from coconut oil. So it's a medium chain triglyceride derived from coconut oil, MCT, medium chain triglyceride. And the cool thing about MCT is that it's quicker to absorb. So since it's not super long and it doesn't take longer to digest and we don't have to kind of go through this whole fat digestion process to get it into our bloodstream, it can go straight to our stomach and bam, we are absorbing it. And certain parts of the MCT oil, depending on you know, what kind of... Uh, chain we're looking at can convert to ketones very quickly. And so it's a very big chunk of fat that can just help your brain work really well. You have to start very small, one to two teaspoons. Sometimes people do a tablespoon, but then they run to the bathroom or they get nauseous. And if you consistently get nauseous, then sometimes that's just a sign of you're getting, maybe we have some fat digestion issues. Maybe we don't do that well with that much fat, or we need to do some liver and gallbladder support, like the the burdock root, the dandelion root, the super oxy cell, or even some ox bile. But for the most part, we should do good with at least one to two teaspoons of MCT oil and um, try it out in your coffee, in your tea, you blend it. And it's a really good way to get into intermittent fasting or to just kind of get yourself used to fit being fat adapted. Uh, it's what I do every morning. It's kind of my ritual of have it, drink it, know that I have some fuel in my system, and then I have breakfast when I'm hungry. And that's a perfect way to dabble in it. And that's also just, I think, such a, such a good rule of thumb is like, if you want to try fasting, why don't we start with intermittent fasting and this MCT oil type of fasting so that we're not just kind of crashing our body because we don't want to freak our body out too much. It'll cause a stress response, which will be negative, obviously. We don't want stress. We got enough stress. Um, so MCT oil, MCT oil is something that I absolutely love. As far as the extras, so we'll get into the extras, the things that are great but not necessarily necessary or that just are really fun and that I want you to at least try. So come to my gym and try them. 
um, is the mushrooms and the adaptogenics. And so I am obsessed with obviously teas and medicinal and herbal. So this herbal coffee that I'm having, I know it's going to support my adrenals and it's also going to, cause it has ashwagandha, which is an adaptogenic herb. And it also has burdock root and dandelion root to say that this coffee would give me like ashwagandha would take away all my stress and it's changed my life is bullshit. What's changed my life is learning about adrenals and really taking care of myself when I know I need to take care of myself. But it is so cool what adaptogenics do. Ashwagandha, rhodiola, ginseng, tulsi, um, all these mushrooms, these specifically cordyceps, reishi, what they do is they teach your body how to adapt. So you kind of say, okay, I'm stressed or I am tired. I don't really know where my body is. Adaptogenics figure it out for you. They're so smart and so intuitive. And so I love Herb Farm. They have a spray called Daily Stress Support that's in the Body Awareness Project box. Spray it on your tongue. Ashwagandha in my herbal coffee. I have um, Tulsi, which is holy basil, in my golden sunrise. And then the mushroom elixirs from Four Sigmatic are incredible. Lion's mane for my brain, reishi to calm down, chaga for immunity, cordyceps for a higher ATP production. You can just get super nerdy about it. Um, if you really have brain issues and you really have stress issues, these can be powerful. I don't mean to discredit them by saying they're not a must. Sometimes they are a must for people. But keep in mind, when they are expensive, don't feel like, I can't have lion's mane. I can't be healthy. That's not true. It's just they're really fun to have. And I will be selling them in my um, gym very soon. So please come to Denver. Um, then the other things that I love, this is what I'll end on, is the hippie shit. I thought flower essences were such a joke. And I thought uh, essential oils were such a joke. I thought they smelled good. And then that was about it. But when I started muscle testing with my clients, I do a lot of applied kinesiology. And the biggest thing of stress, the biggest source of stress outside of li liver and pancreas or detoxing and blood sugar control was our mind and how we process the world around us. And, you know, it's so hard because we have so much going on. People telling us to do this, um, really shitty politics really heavy things that are happening and we are human beings and we are energy and we receive energy and no matter what we do the people around us and the things around us they they penetrate we feel it we take it on and we feel heavy and we feel burdened and we get anxiety about things that we don't know what we're getting anxiety about but then you look at the big picture and you're like of course I have anxiety I'm on my phone I'm working I'm going from place to place to place I haven't even heard what silence feels like I don't even know what quiet feels like anymore because I'm so busy and those moments it's so true so it's one of those things where it's like okay I know this is my life I know I'm stressed but that is what it is so what do I do we go to things like flower essences and essential oils. And I'm going to tell my favorites. You can find my favorite flower essences on my website, Emily Schramm. I love let go because I am one of those psychos that can't let go of things. It, it like replays over and over and over in my head. And I'm like, oh, why did this guy honk at me? I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh my God, that was like four hours ago, Emily. Leave it alone. So let go, relaxation, 
Uh, and these are just flowers like white chestnut and aspen. And they're these blends that just, they therapeutically change our energy. And so we, it's so bizarre. Like essential oils are more of this instant, I smell it, I instantly can feel a little bit more calm or grounded or confident. It passes this cranial nerve. I think it's cranial nerve seven. And it triggers our body and our brain to kind of create new pathways. Flower essences don't create new pathways. They just kind of start to energetically shift us. So if you have serious issues with claustrophobia or if you just got your heart broken or you are just sad and you just have tried everything, flower essences are a really easy way. You put a drop on your tongue four times a day until you forget or until the bottle's gone. And it's just an incredible way to start to change those patterns that we've had for years that are really hard to change or that are maybe out of our control. And the essential oils that I love are vibrant blue right now because those are in the adrenal box. So in the adrenal repair box of the Body Awareness Project, I have the support spray, the adrenal support spray from Herb Farm, and then I have the Peori packets of vitamin D and magnesium and fish oil. And then I have these two oils, one for adrenals for a pick-me-up, and it's just so good. I just love it. I just like sniff it before I squat and activate my glutes and I'm just ready to go. And then I have the opposite one, which is to help de-stress called parasympathetic. And that's one of my favorites. But I also love, I am not biased. I have some on the website of Herbal Element. So like frankincense sprays, they're all over my gym. Be here now, get the funk out. (laughs) I like all these fun ones that you smell them and you're just like, ah. And I have a diffuser and I burn Palo Santo and all these things that can really help me just get out of my funk. They're not necessarily supplements, but for me, they're an integral part of my life. <sighs> we did it. I hope you guys are still here. And I hope this was helpful, not overwhelming. If it was overwhelming, take a big breath and remember you're fucking awesome, as is. And I just am so grateful for you listening. And if you loved it, share it. Uh, food first good hydration, good minerals, salt in the water. I forgot about that one, but I've talked about that a ton. Those noon noon tablets are great. And then from there, we build up with a foundation of what's on our plate, lots of veggies, helping with digestion, making sure we are eating our food well, uh, and then just crushing some supplements that are right for you. And I know it's a big world out there. I don't take one-on-one clients right now, but I do have group training happening with the don't overthink it program. So it is all about trying to figure out a little bit more of for you, how do we get this to work? And I truly believe that when we crave something and we feel bad about it, or we have a binge and then we fall off the wagon and we're like going in and out of this phase of health and wellness, it's just because we haven't found that thing that works for us. And so it is six sessions with me in a group format and it's for people that are really digging into more information. And I am taking a few clients in Denver for nutritional therapy. Uh, But please just, if you have questions, email us. We're available. Support at emilyschramm.com. You guys are incredible. I have another episode coming out this week with another amazing mom from BirthFit to again celebrate the BirthFit Impact amazingness that's happening. October 22nd, we're launching the best Impact yet. (sighs) I'm so grateful for you. I hope you guys have the best night ever and I'll see you in a little in a little bit in a few